Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of May the 1st, 2023. Brian and Michaela here with you. And Michaela, this is a special week. Uh, it's it's extra special to me for someone that loves Star Wars more than almost anything else in the world. It is May the 4th week, uh, best week of the year, no doubt. Uh, happy May the 4th week, Michaela. Happy May the 4th week, Brian. May the 4th be with you always. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we're going to be doing some pretty fun stuff this week. We've got a, a lot in store. Uh, Michaela, back when we very first started uh, Drink the Movies, uh, we got to kind of the first May the 4th week. We said, let's do Star Wars. Let's start at the at the beginning, 1977's uh, New Hope. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, fast forward to this year, we're going to be talking about Return of the Jedi. It just so happens it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. So you and I are going to the movie theater to see it. How how fruitous fortuitous how great how great what a time to be alive <laughs> what a time to be alive indeed um yes it's very serendipitous and uh we're so excited um because we're going to be able to watch it on the big screen i think i've only watched it um one other time maybe two other times on the big screen because they've had a couple of anniversary um kind of showings the way they're having this one and then also mm -hmm. i think I saw all of them in the late 90s when episodes uh, one, two, and three came out. Um, mm. I don't know if they showed that where you were growing up, but um, but I think so. Th this is a very, very special occasion because while my theater, my home theater setup, I love and and hold near and dear to my heart. There's nothing quite like seeing this on, on a giant screen, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, looking looking forward to it. Yeah. Haven't seen it since those uh, special editions came out in the uh, late 90s, uh, you know, myself, too. So very excited to go out and see it. Uh, 40th anniversary. Uh, great time. Great time. And you know what else is a great time, Michaela? It's something that you and I have gotten uh, the opportunity. You know, we've been fortunate enough to do a couple of times, but that is venture down to Disney World and make our way to Galaxy's Edge. Um, one of the cool things that you could do, especially if you are, you know, enjoyers of fine uh, concoctions and cocktails that is go to Oga's Cantina and that's what we're doing for the lobby bar today so Michaela you go into this you go into Oga's Cantina it's it's pretty crazy it's everything you would expect from a Star Wars Cantina uh full to the brim of crazy uh crazy tastes and flavors and uh creatures and all sorts of things and they have this drink there um and it's my favorite drink in the whole world, maybe. I don't know if it's my favorite drink, but it is definitely one of the weirdest things I've ever had, and that is the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Or how do you make a Fuzzy Tauntaun? You need buzz buttons. What the heck is a buzz button, Michaela? Uh, a buzz button is a really small yet very potent flower. And when I say small, I mean, it is like the size of your the top of your pinky. I mean, it's tiny. Mm -hmm. So there's, uh, you can grow them. They they actually grow really well in the Carolinas, apparently. Um, oh. We did not. We purchased ours. <laughs> Buzz but, button capital of the world. That's right. Um, they have this really amazing um, feature about them where if you were to put them in um, anything, they would give uh, whatever it touches, like a numbing, a tingly feeling sensation. So um we decided to emulate uh, Disney's Olga's Cafe and try and create our own fuzzy tauntaun with this buzz button foam. Mm, that's right. Yeah, that is the that is a key component because yeah, you have the fuzzy tauntaun. It comes. It has like this foam is like spilling out of the top of this glass, and and you taste it, and yeah, it makes your 
makes it like your mouth and your tongue go go like numb and like literally like buzz uh it's it's the weirdest thing but then like the combination of that sensation and then this like bright potent like citrus of the actual cocktail um it's it's so like bright and crazy tasting it is amazing it is so much fun uh so to put this together it's going to take a little bit of work and you're going to have to get this buzz button stuff going and Michaela you did that you ordered us some buzz buttons off of the internet uh and uh you got this thing put together yes so like I said you can you can grow these buzz button uh beauties on your own uh we did not have that kind of time or the foresight i i bet no. i bet that i bet Green it's really thumb. amazing it's, yeah. it's all about yeah. that, that fertilizer all of that so um so i i you know gave jeff bezos some money and i ordered them on amazon and you can order a thousand of these things but um i ordered just like a hundred because you're only going to need like 50 of them uh to mm. make the the buzz button tincture and the way you do that is you're going to take some um like 80 proof, 40% vodka. Okay. Um, okay. and like, uh, like you do Tito's. I did not use Tito's. Gosh, I don't even know what I use. I think I had some kettle one laying around, nothing, nothing flavored. Right. So just run of the mill, like vodka, and you're going to add about 50 of these, uh, little baby buzz buttons. Now they're, they look big in all the pictures. They look way bigger than they are. I mean, they are tiny, um, but they'd be very potent. So put about 50 of them in about half a cup of vodka and then put it in the fridge and leave it alone for a week. That's all you got to do. Um, now what we've talked about before is if you're in a pinch and you didn't have the kind of time to make uh, infused vodka or in, an, an infused liqueur, mm -hmm. um, you could use one of those kind of whipped cream machine uh, things with the nitrix. Uh, and we did not do that because I really think you're going to need that time period for the buzzing, <laughs> whatever is creating <laughs> that buzzing, uh, right. you know, concoction that the mouthfeel and all the tingliness. I really think that actually has to seep out. So it's not a flavor mm -hmm. change. Um, the vodka didn't taste any different, but it definitely felt different when you put it on your lips or took a sip of it. It, it made your tongue all nummy. And then you were talking like this for the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> maybe not the rest of the day, maybe for just five minutes, but either way. So once you've got that concoction and that tincture, okay, you're going to add about half of it to um, uh, like a shallow bucket bowl. And then you, what we did was add one egg white, uh, half a, uh, an ounce of simple syrup to just give it a little bit of sweetness and then uh, an ounce of lemon juice. Okay. Now it's going to look gross. It, yeah, it's gross. Um, you're going to add, you're going to want to make sure you strain the buzz buttons out of the vodka when you pour it in, because you don't want any of the actual buzz button pieces into the foam that that'll make it look weird. Um, and then we used a milk frother that you, mm -hmm. that we had laying around. You could also use like a stand-up mixer. A lot of people have, um, that we've looked at when we did this research, a lot of people had a good, good luck with that. I think Disney actually uses a, um, yeah, they use like an aquarium an pump, aquarium like, pump? A, yeah. like a big tank full of it because right, it, right. it just looks super cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And we did not need an aquarium sized uh, tank full <laughs> for just a couple of drinks. So um, we just milk froth this up and it actually um, then I would recommend leaving it alone for five minutes. So once you froth it up, it's going to look kind of like a creamy froth, almost um, 
like a, like the top of a cappuccino, but you're going to want to let it sit for about five minutes. And then the bubbles, I, I don't know the science behind this. I am not a chemist, but the bubbles start to really look more like the foam that we saw in Olga's mm -hmm. cafe. And, um, and then you're going to spoon that on top of your concoction uh, of the fuzzy tauntaun. And then you're going to drink it and you're going to feel this really lovely, like tingling sensation around your lips and your tongue. And it doesn't go anywhere else. Like you don't feel it down your throat or anything like that. Um, but it's really cool. And I remember when we were at Olga's, um, we tried this and I had really no hope that this was actually going to have that effect. I was like, there's no way. And um, I'm really impressed with this, with us for doing this because <laughs> this drink was awesome. It, it tasted exactly the way I remember it tasting at Olga's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was really close. So uh, so that's how you're going to get that uh, that foam uh, stuff going. So a little bit of work getting the buzz buttons, but then it's really not not too bad. I think um, at Disney and a lot of people use like soy lecithin, but that seemed like one other ingredient that we'd have to to track down. So we saw some people doing it with the egg whites and that worked out perfectly fine for us. So you've got that. Uh, mix it up, like Michaela said, set it aside for five minutes and that'll give you plenty of time to get the cocktail together. So uh, we did this. This made uh, about two cocktails worth for us here. So you're going to use six ounces of uh, orange and tangerine juice. Uh, you can probably find that in your store. Maybe if not, you can do what we did, which was uh, just take some regular uh, orange juice and then add about an ounce of uh, fresh squeezed tangerine uh, to that. So six ounces there of that juice and then one and a half ounces of uh, Ciroc peach vodka we used uh, one and a half ounces of cane syrup which you can you can buy at the store you can make it just get some cane sugar and just make that just like your regular simple syrup uh, one and a half ounces of that and then a half ounce of peach schnapps um, so you're going to put that into a shaker tin shake it with some ice strain it into a glass with ice um, and then top it with that uh, foaming stuff so Michaela this is this was kind of the for lack of a better term, this was like the buzzworthy uh, cocktail from Oga's when it first opened. This is what everyone was having. And uh, the first time uh, you and I went, this was this was something I definitely wanted to try. The Tauntaun is my favorite creature in Star Wars. Go back and listen to our Empire Strikes Back for uh, episode for more uh, information about my love of Tauntauns. Uh, but this drink is so good. Um, it's it's nice and um, like that. That orange and tangerine is amazing. Uh, it's got like this this. I don't know, like subtle, like peach nuance to it. The the cane sugar, it's it's delicious. And then the foam just like sets it off. The foam doesn't really taste like anything too much. Right. Like it's it's pretty neutral tasting. It doesn't taste like a lot. Um, but the way that it changes like the sensation and the the flavor receptors in your mouth when you drink this, it makes that orange juice taste like the most orangey thing you've ever had in your life. Right. It's amazing. Um, and I'm I'm so happy we did this. It was a little bit of work, but this this was really close to the fuzzy tauntaun and Oga's. It sure was. And uh and it doesn't cost uh whatever it costs at Olga's. Um plus the, eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars Oof. Plus, plus, plus getting eight thousand dollars to get to right. get to Disney World and stay. Yeah, <laughs> just to get yeah. to Disney. Um, yeah, no, this was really great. I was a little concerned, and I know we talked about it while we were making it about the the pure cane syrup that mm -hmm. uh, I made because it 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 comes from sugar and the raw basically, um, which made it dark. And I was worried that it wasn't going to look the same, but I was wrong. Happy to be wrong about that. It looked exactly the same. Um, I don't know what it is too. I know the peach schnapps added some oomph of peach to it, but this was so great. I'm really into peach lately. As we all know, we've had like, I don't know, six cocktails in the last two months with peach in it. Um, this 
like I don't know if it was because of the the tangerine because you're right like this was the most orangiest orange peachy drink ever and it I don't know the even though your mouth is kind of numb you're you're able to taste all of those things it is great um this was so much fun to make I mean I think maybe we need to invest in a giant in a giant aquarium <laughs> so we can do this at a star Wars party for everybody. Cause this was yeah. awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and if you wanted to do the cocktail without the, the foam, you probably, you probably could, and it would be perfectly fine, uh, too. It just kind of sets it off and makes it more, more star Warsy and fun. And that is the name of the game for the week of May the 4th. Um, we'll put a link to it's uh disneyfy.com, which is where we got kind of the, the recipe and kind of a whole big article about this. So we'll put that down in the show notes so you can uh, check that out for yourself if you want to recreate uh, this at home for your own May the 4th stuff. And we've got a lot of other fun May the 4th stuff uh, coming out. Michaela, this week on the main show, as we mentioned at the top, we are talking about Return of the Jedi, which is back in the movie theaters. Uh, it made $4.5 million over the weekend. Good enough for fifth place. Super Mario Brothers, of course, uh, leads the way with another $40 million. Super Mario Brothers is over a billion dollars now worldwide, which puts it into, I think, like 48th place all time in box office so uh good job mario and luigi there uh but it's uh but it's run at the top is coming to an end uh pretty soon michaela because we've got guardians of the galaxy volume three coming out this week uh marvel um back back with another one uh we're we're only in what is it may it just turned into may and this is already what the the third fourth 19th marvel film this year i don't know uh but guardians of the galaxy it's coming out it's going to do well we're going to see it we'll be talking about it next week but what do you think about the guardians michaela yeah i don't know i'm really i'm hoping because i love the guardians of the galaxy i thought the first one was really inspired and i really loved the second one i don't i i might have enjoyed the second one more than the first one mm. um I, I i don't know uh the soundtrack is great obviously everybody loves the soundtrack um i i really hope that it's better <laughs> than than ant-man does that is that mm. bad to say um i feel like we've taken like and we've talked about this in general right i feel like we've taken a turn um in in terms of the marvel films where they, they're they're really having they're struggling to try and come up with a little bit of something new um and i love what they did with the um kind of the villain characters they're really starting to give them a backstory and give them reasons why they're behaving the way that they are um, mm-hmm. and and why they want to take over the world or whatever this one i feel is is going to really be a reshaping of the guardians because this is the first one that's after endgame where it really changed who who's who's who within them and mm-hmm. uh looking at the previews i try not to look at too many of these because i don't want to know exactly how it ends but it looks like we're going to also see, you know, the beginning of how some of the characters came to be like Rocket. Um, and so that's that's going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. I just I'm hesitantly I'm caught cautious, cautiously optimistic. Is that the that's the that's the word. Yeah. That's the term. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. There you go. Yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out this week. Let us know if you're uh, going to be making your way out to the theater to see that. And let us know if you made it out to see Return of the Jedi, because I want to hear all about your Star Wars uh, movie going experiences. Look for that episode to come out this Thursday. And Michaela, in lieu of May the 4th, we're not done talking about Ogas. We're going to be talking about uh, some more cocktails from there, because we did a, another cocktail from there. We did a cocktail from the Galactic Star Cruiser. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit over on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash drink the movies. So go check that out if you want a little bit 
bit of bonus content and a great way to support the podcast. So Michaela, May, May the 4th, I've got I've got a lot of merchandise to buy. A Lego sale started today, so I'm going to go check that out. Uh, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to rest up. I'm going to watch all all. Uh, I don't know, 11 of the Star Wars films, uh, 12 of the Star Wars films, Clone Wars. How am I forgetting? So I'm going to watch all those. We're going to get ready. We're going to go watch Return of the Jedi tomorrow. I'm probably going to make up another like nine or 10 of these fuzzy tauntauns. Hopefully you have some buzz buttons left. So we're going to do that. And we'll talk to everyone next time in the lobby bar. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. <laughs>